Thank you for listening to Global Chat Radio. We are streaming from Tuart Hill here in Western Australia and we have another one of our series with Dr Bernie on mental health issues and this one has got a slightly different slant because we're talking to a lady who has both a mental health issue and a disability. And if that's not enough, she is also from Indonesia. Hello there, listeners. This is Dr. Bernie for another show um, about mental health and anything that is related to mental health. And, of course, um, being a clinical psychologist working in the transcultural mental health sector, I always try and bring in some issues that relate to the cultural differences and how we view mental health and the problems that we see when we access services. So it is a very wet um, Perth day here right now. Um, we are, I think it's been the, uh, the, the coldest and wettest winter for 20 years. But anyway, let us not be daunted by that. I would like to introduce the guests that I have today. Um, Widya is from Jakarta, Indonesia. Hello, Widya. Hi, Doc. Hello. And you've heard and met Howard. Um, Howard Lance is our program manager here on Global Chat Radio. And he himself has got a lived experience as well. So it's always interesting to hear the perspective from a mainstream Australian person um, in contrast with someone like Widya who comes from um, Indonesia and what her experiences are. So... um, Widya, do you want to tell us something about yourself? Now, you have a disability and you also have a mental health issue. So do you want to just um, let us know what it was like when you were first diagnosed with that disability? Were you in Indonesia or were you here in Australia? Um, I found out myself when I got cerebral palsy Mm -hmm. when I was here back in 1998 mm, okay. and I'm a little bit shocked with uh, my parents because my parents told me I got the wrong injection Oh, right. and I went to the neurologist in Perth and they said to me when I was in my mother's womb mm-hmm. I got stroke uh-huh. and that's the first the first stroke that I got, and the second one, I got the major stroke, which is affect my cerebral palsy until now, when I was sixteen months. Oh, okay. So yeah, so until now, I just I just angry with my parents because they didn't tell me the truth mm. because where I was coming from in Indonesia. The, the parents always deny that yes your kids got disability yep. and stuff yep. and I feel like I feel in jail and stuff until now they don't they don't they didn't want to know about my disability mm. yeah mm-hmm. so that's right uh, that's their loss anyway yes and um so how old were you, Widya, when you found out that, um, you know, that your first stroke was in the mother's womb? And how old were you when you um, found out? I found out when I was 19 years mm-hmm. old. Okay. But you c- can you believe it? Like 19 years old, come here by, mas- yeah. by myself and then went and to neurologists and they said, 
ego cerebral palsy mm. and I said like mm. Mm. it sound interesting right so, but okay. with me cerebral palsy doesn't uh, doesn't affect me really um doesn't affect me totally because people told me I'm the strongest woman mm-hmm. I don't know I mean like I'm not superman or anything no <laughs> no but you know but I do whatever yes. I have to do because surprise surprise I got miracle baby yeah she's yeah. she's um she's 11 years old now and healthy baby and yeah. before when I was pregnant with her my neurologist told me, you know, zero point one percent your baby gonna be something wrong with her. And you beat the odds, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. fantastic. Yes, I, I think uh you know, I, I do agree your disability should not define you and it's certainly since I've known you that does not define you at all, mm. with you. Yeah. So before we go to in in terms of the parents' response Howard, do you want to to just hearing that snippet of story from Whittier, do you Well, to be honest with you, I'm just blown away because I would not have picked you for having cerebral palsy. Um, I used to know somebody and uh, I was her personal taxi driver and she had cerebral palsy and um and she could speak all right, but she was in a wheelchair. Mm. Um I look sitting here looking at you, I can't see any signs of any disability whatsoever. And I'm just amazed that you've you've come over here, you've taken that in your stride, um, and to get told that when you're 19 years old that because how on earth can they tell whether you've had a stroke in in your mother's womb? I've got no idea. That mm. gets me too. Mm. Um, and in in all fairness, I wonder whether the the um, clinicians in Jakarta or, or Indonesia would have known or would have had the expertise to be able to say that. So obviously there's some things were a little bit different for him to even question it mm. anyway. But but you've gone on and lived a life and, and fancy having the guts to turn around and have a, have a baby. Some mothers would not even take the chance. But you've done that. So it seems to me that you, you talked about being strong. You've got to be strong to be able to do all of that. So oh, good on you. Thank you. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, especially um, three years ago, this is hit me big time because I fell over at my daughter's school mm-hmm. and the specialist straight away told me you're gonna lose your independence mm. forever because I have broken my kneecap and broken my wrist mm. in the same site where my cerebral oh, palsy is. Oh, right. So I have to start from the beginning again yeah. like learn how to walk and stuff and now I cannot use public transport because I have to be with someone when I'm walking mm-hmm. and usually I, I use walking stick but usually my husband or my daughter hold my hand. Mm-hmm. Oh, so so the manifestation of, of of the of the of the cerebral palsy is that you've virtually got straight like yeah I'm, I'm half paralyzed oh okay well I wouldn't have been able to pick it up for the way you're sitting there yeah. yeah well I guess it's instinctive that you cover it up yeah that's part of who you are yeah well yeah I think you've compensated for that and that's why you're you're able to to function virtually normally actually yeah yeah and um and also like you know like like because my uh, because my parents 
treating treated me like you know like second class second class you know like yes doesn't treat me mm. like I, I feel like I always in jail yeah back home because they always shame on me in their eyes I always wrong so when I open my mouth that's it Mm. How, how can a child be wrong? Is this the way they're born? I think it's it's the culture, though. Um, they must be angry. Yeah. Um, so I, ju- I just wonder, um, your parents, they didn't understand disability. They just saw, all right, here's a baby, and it's not the normal, in inverted commas, baby. So so their, their whole um, perception of you yeah. was really, I suppose tainted by this acknowledgement we haven't got a perfect child is that is that what you're saying oh yeah especially you know especially um after i fell over my parent my mom blamed me because of this my mom said oh, it's your fault oh okay. like you know like yeah. like it's your fault like you know like oh you have to be careful i mean like everyone mm. everyone Someone can fall over on on that school, mm, not mm. just me. Yeah, yeah. But so so they weren't empathetic at all. The no, fact they, that they you had a fall. Yeah, they said and it was just your mobility. Yeah, but, yeah, and also, and then I had second surgery for my knee, and they didn't even they didn't even ask me how was the surgery. And who who didn't do the parents. My parents. Mm. Yeah, and then my parents and my mom uh, make an excuse. Oh, we have to clean our bedroom. See? Clean mm. your yeah. bedroom for a week. Yeah. But I'm curious how it was that you actually came to get into Australia because I uh, have heard that sometimes the immigration department will no. not let anybody in that has something that might, um, uh, what's the word, Cost the system extra yeah. money. Yeah. So this is uh, this is you want the story? I'll tell you a story. You please. Like I came here with student visa, ah. and my parents, my dad, reckons he can apply. He apply for business PR, business migrant visa. Yep. Yes. And uh and the problem is his English is not good enough. Mm-hmm. All the letter come to me, uh-huh. <laughs> and then he, and then I keep asking him. So how was your business going here? Oh yeah, fine, fine. I say, are you sure? Because I got the letter from the immigration that they're gonna. You have 30, 30 days to appeal, otherwise, you, otherwise they're gonna ban you for three years. Mm. So, can you imagine? You are 23 years old by yourself, no parents here, and then you suddenly your parents put you in the appeal tribunal. Oh, goodness me. Mm. So they put you in the what? Uh, the the um, tribunal, the... Um, appeal it's, it's, it's the appe- the immigration appeals. So they put you Tri- in? Yeah. Yeah. So you were here on he, he, he you were living with this guy or no 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 I I live I live by myself yeah Widya was by herself at the time and then I so what you're saying is your father adopted you in to represent him on the tribunal no no luckily uh, I uh, I appeal my myself uh-huh. 
and then my dad apply uh, appeal for himself. Mm. But the problem is my dad doesn't turn up when the appeal come, so I have to uh. go by myself. Uh, so where were your parents? Here. Jakarta. So you came over here on a student visa. Yeah. So you were able to study. Yeah. Even though you got cerebral palsy, yeah. you find out. Yeah. So you're smart enough to go to uni. Uh, not uni, just um, I used to work here before. So what are getting at? Yeah. You were able to function yeah. and you were able to go to school. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. then from then on, you, you were able to get to um, stay here and so forth. Yeah. 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 And what a thing to do. Yeah, and um, yes. Yeah, so when at the court, because you know, because I'm Catholic, so mm-hmm. I always believe miracle happen. Mm-hmm. So I pray, you know, like um, the miracle prayer. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. I keep praying. I say like, please don't let me go back home. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm gonna be in heaven with my grandma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a uh, the lawyer from immigration actually told me that you have to apply another visa, visa before the judgment decision. Yeah. So I did, and then I said to myself, "This is your own life, not your mom or your dad life. They've been mucking around with your life. Mm-hmm. It's up to you." So I apply for this visa, and I got it. And straight away said, that's it. I'm done with them. Mm. I apply citizenship. Yeah. I got it on my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What a beautiful story. That's, that is a miracle. The miracle came true. I know. I know. Mm. That's why, like, you know, that I'm so, you know, like, I'm so grateful. You know, like, I'm still here. Yes. Otherwise. Yeah. So otherwise, let's let's look at what could have been, Widya. Um, you alluded to the fact that, you know, when you were growing up, before you came to Australia, you were not really regarded well by your parents because of your disability. What others? I mean, what did what were the experiences like there? Um, they choose my friends. I cannot play with because with me. Uh, from my personality, I think people say I'm easygoing, mm-hmm. so I friend you with are. anyone. You are, yes. You know, like even even like you know, like the the cleaners at school knows me. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. um, but my parents they're so racist. <laughs> yeah, they're so racist. I mean, like I don't understand because their son-in-law, all of them, is not Asian. Okay. My husband is Australian. Australian yes. My sister's husband is yeah. USA. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. All right. So, so you were you 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 said that you felt like being caged up. So. Oh yeah, being in jail. I cannot go anywhere, and then I have to be with the friends that they approve. So you're not you weren't able to go anywhere. Is that because they wanted to protect you, or or because, what was the reason? Because they ashamed. Because they shame on me, mm. people people think, oh, you know, like why, you know, like oh, her her kids got disability and stuff. Okay. You know. All right. Because disability is very, you cannot do anything if no. you got disability back home. It's not well understood. Yeah. It's not well understood. Um, and uh, in a previous show, listeners, I disclosed that I have a brother who has an intellectual disability. And I am from Indonesia myself, and I totally 
relate to what Whittier was saying, how um, the family, well, my parents, until they adjusted to that fact, was hiding the fact that my brother had a disability. So that's your experience too, mm. would you? Yeah. yeah. What would they be telling your relatives about your condition? Um, probably what they told me. They told me, you know, like, oh, she got, got wrong injection, blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah, okay. yeah and then, like, the funny thing, like, um, they're trying to... They're trying to hide me from relatives, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. because um, this happened when, because I'm um, I'm from three, three um, siblings, mm -hmm. so I'm in the middle. My sister, the oldest, and then my I got younger brother, mm -hmm. and then I'm the first married. <laughs> yes. And I, then, I love that. I just yeah. love the fact you got married in spite of all of this. Yeah. And, and, then, and they're all good little Catholics, so we look after each other and we love one another and we yeah. accept people. Yeah. Isn't it delightful? Yeah, and then mm. and then the second is my 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 sister. Huh? Mm. This is this is what happened because she asked because my husband is a truck driver, and of course Indonesian parents wants the the doctors and the lawyers and son in law <laughs> to be highest yes. education and stuff. Oh, it's not just Indonesians. <laughs> true, Howard, true. Yeah, it and cuts all <laughs> cultures. Yeah, and then yeah, and then um I went to my I went to my sister um wedding party in Indonesia mm -hmm. because I don't want I don't want my party in um you know wedding party in Indonesia because Craig's parents and family live here. Yes. They never, yeah. they never been yeah. overseas. Yeah. So when I went to my sister wedding party, because Marelli's quite pretty well to me, said, Widia, I wish I go to you. I, I wish I know your wedding party. We will come. But none of your parents tell us. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Did they come to your wedding? No. Because no, my parents doesn't tell them. No, they. So your parents didn't even come to your wedding. No, um, uh, my parents come. Oh, yeah. they did. But they but didn't. The relatives. Yeah, no, I get yeah. that. They didn't. They didn't want you to have the spotlight because then the focus would be on the 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 yeah. relatives would be looking at your disability. This is what they're thinking. The relatives yeah. would be looking at your disability yeah, rather than the because, person. Yeah, and also because Craig is a truck driver. Yeah. Okay. Right. What do you so do? We've got what's his name, uh, Lindsay Fox, who's a truck driver, and he's a billionaire. Yeah. Well, with, with Lynn Fox. Yeah. Nothing wrong with being a truck driver, and a good truck driver, mm. especially if he does um, long distance, he's on a hundred thousand yeah. a year. There's nothing yeah. wrong with the money. Yeah. So yeah. So because my uh, because my um, my my brother's-in-law, he's an engineer, mm -hmm. and then of course you know. Of course, the the, the truck is probably yeah. making more money. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So, unfortunately, it is the culture, um, and and uh, and and parents of of that <coughs> generation, even my parents. You know, I think, uh, unless you're, you know, a, the, the stop standard legal, medical, whatever, then, yes, it's oh. not acceptable enough. Yes. I just remember. At one stage, I had a cleaning business, 
and I had a van and I wasn't allowed to put Lance's cleaning service on the van because my parents lived in the western suburbs and they didn't want anyone oh. else to see it. Oh, oh. <laughs> see? Oh same, same, similar thing, isn't it? Yes, yes. similar, oh. similar. Yeah. Oh. What I'm curious about, Indonesia, what happens if somebody else, say somebody in their 50s has a stroke? Yeah. How are they treated? Uh, they just, then uh, if, if their kids, if they have kids and they're lucky to look after them, that's miracle. Mm. Yeah. That's miracle. If it, um, because a stroke, I think, as opposed to Widya's disability, I think that, you know, having a stroke is actually more acceptable and more understood oh someone's had it it's 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 one of these things you know you, you you're up you might break your leg as opposed to having a mental health issue so oh, yeah. breaking the leg is more acceptable and yes we'll look after that etc whereas Whittier's um, disability is a disability um, in inverted commas and that no one should have a disability because they then are less than normal yeah, so that's why I'm yeah. so lucky that, you know, yeah. that I can, I have a job, you know, like I have a job before. Yeah. When I came here, because in Indonesia, disability people, there's no, no one gonna hire disability no. people for a job. But but you've got a magnificent attitude, you know, the, the way you, your worldview is a credit to you, because you haven't let it stop you. No. And, and I'll yes. be honest with you, I never thought in terms of people with cerebral palsy having a stroke, and that's because we used to have kids at school, and one of them, they, mm. you know, they'd have a gait where, I, and I never thought of it as a stroke because mm. nobody explained it. Because when I was growing up, we we called them spastics, mm. and and the, and the and it was yeah. called the Spastic Welfare Association, but that word is gone out of the language, thank goodness. But um, and we always thought there was something up here mm. more so than having a stroke, and yeah. I've, it's the first time mm. that I've heard that. It's possibly to do with the stroke, to, mm. and I didn't realise that. So, mm. you've taught me something today. Mm. Mm. Least of all the the fact that the human spirit. You've come to a different country. You've escaped yeah. the thing, and you haven't allowed any of this to stop you. No. This is no. why we want your story out yes. there because it's 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 lovely. Yeah, no, not me. Uh, because, like I said to Doctor Bernie, yeah, like um, uh, at the moment I'm learning how to drive. There's the only chance to get my independence back. And this month, on the 19th, I'm going to do my driving test. Yes. So wish me luck. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, we'll pray for another miracle. Well, that's yeah. right, Widya. I think, I think what you've described is just, you know, all these challenges you've encountered, it's built your resiliency, hasn't it? You've, you've become stronger for it. Yeah, even, even, my, even my daughter said at school because... Um, his sister um, at the Catholic school mm -hmm. when before she did the sacrament of uh, confirmation confirmation she's, uh, the teacher asks every student what do you think about your mom and then she said no matter how many times my mom falls she always get up yeah <laughs> that's right yes you've got that spirit in you to just get keep just keep getting up. So yeah. I hope you don't fall over that often. <laughs> <laughs> nah. So, so, Widya, what 
so what you're saying is you you've just resigned to the fact that your 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 parents are never going to appreciate that you have a quality of life you are happy despite the disability all they see is the label and the fact that you are not normal in their eyes oh yeah this is this is just cerebral palsy though mm. they did they don't know anything about my mental health if probably if they know my mental health probably they think that i'm crazy now mm. and are you comfortable about talking uh, more about your mental health issue or um yeah mm-hmm. um i got diagnosed my mental health when i was back 2013 mm-hmm. um i got diagnosed with major depression mm-hmm. and at the end um back and forth in war 2k mm-hmm. in royal Port hospital yep um I've been in so many medications and stuff, and basically, I told my um, the reason why because I'm so stressed that my parents cannot understand me at all, and I'm three times survivor. Can you believe it? Mm. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah, I tried, I tried to suicide three times, but. That's never in my book anymore because I got 11 years old daughter. Mm-hmm. The one needs her mommy. Mm-hmm. I mean, a um, couple months ago, I just got diagnosed again with depression with psychosis. Mm-hmm. That's knocked me down. Yeah. Because I'm not in the medication since back 2015. Mm-hmm. And suddenly... I have to start from the beginning again. Okay. So you you so you had gone off your medication since 2015. Yeah. Okay. And All then right. I have to start it again. Mm-hmm. And I have been struggling uh, with my mood, my, with my mood and with mm. my mental health. Right. But okay. the good thing with me, if I'm struggling, I always look for helping yeah S- probably i have to say st- thank you so much for people in the lifeline yes saying beyond yeah. blue yeah they always text me or yes. i always call them if i need help yeah they they are, i think they are the best that's why i'm here yeah and, I, and I'd like to remind listeners if you're feeling low that um, lifeline and beyond blue and all those helplines, as Widya has attested, have been good supports during those times. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, and um, at the moment I'm on the medication trial, mm-hmm. but finger cross is work. Okay. And and I always tell my I always tell to all my friends that you know if you need someone to talk to or you know someone to chat. I'm always here for them, even yeah. though I'm not perfect. Yeah. But, you know. No one is, we do. Yeah. All we can do is, you know, basically keep each other mm. head above water, yeah. if we can do that. Yeah. And why, why do you, okay, why, I, I, I probably know the answer to this, but if you were to tell your parents, how, how would you even start approaching that subject with them? Um, 
to be honest with you, I'm not gonna approach them. Mm-hmm. I had I had enough trying to explain it to them what's going on. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of like I I gave up on them already yeah. because every time I open my mouth, they always say something something. They 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 judge you. They judge me. Criticize you. It's like yeah. it's like couple of weeks ago because Indonesia is the worst about COVID-19 yes, at yes, the moment. Yes. And I told myself, how about if I'm going to ask my dad, how is, he, how is he doing? Yes, because you care yeah, because about I him. Think, you yeah, wanted because, to know. You know because yeah. like, I'm his daughter. Yeah. I thought he's going to. Yeah. And then, um, because I don't want to talk to him, so I just text with WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. I say that sorry I just heard about the Indonesia mm-hmm. uh, Ayora and guess guess what his answer I couldn't believe it he 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 said he only can say yes or no but he didn't answer that he said oh how come he didn't take your message every day okay what's what's that got to do with it hmm <laughs> Mm. But um, I don't know whether I should, but I've had my diagnosis when I went to Greylands was reoccurrent depression. So I'd be okay, then I'd, I'd go on the happy pills, then I'd come off them, and then something changed. So it's been on and off over the years. At the moment, I'm off them. Yeah. So it depends on what's going on. Yeah. But, uh, but I love the way that you said these days you don't hesitate to reach out and talk to people. Yeah. One, of the, one of the ways that I... St- keep okay is because I do this sort of stuff and you're doing the same anybody ring me talk to me mm. so you're doing all the things and um, you're a woman and, and woman's bodies change all our bodies change mm. and things different things happen so the 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 bo- things and hormones and things they change so it affects everything yeah and if you're stressed out you want to go and get your stress under stress you want to get a license and all the rest of it but um, mm. and I too Spent years trying to figure out my parents. They, I was never good enough. Mm. Exactly. That's why I'm saying to Doctor Bernie. That's why, like, I sometimes I feel like, why I, why they even born me here? You know, like mm. if they don't want, if they don't want me here, just sit down. But but, yeah. but and sorry, I shouldn't say this, but I will. No, go on. Because how do we know that your mother was doing all the right things when she was pregnant? Because sometimes you can do stuff when you're pregnant, like we know that some women, yeah. that if they drink, it can affect the baby. Yeah. If they get stressed out, things can happen. Yeah. And when the baby's actually born, the hospital yes. can make a mistake. True. We know all these things, so it's not necessarily anybody's fault. Probably this is, uh, probably this is um, I don't know, a bit weird or not, but i just tell you, my mom talked to me properly after my daughter born. I never talked to them, her before. Is that right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And when you say she actually talked to you, what 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 do you mean? So she was actual, more interested in what you had to say. Mm. Well, there you go. Yeah. But yeah, but now, after after uh, October last year, mm-hmm. when he she didn't ask me about the accident, about sorry about the the fall about the fall and he didn't ask me how's the surgery 
I cut out. Mm-hmm. I said, sorry, mom. If you treat me like shit. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Then I don't, I, yes, I just can't have that I kind just, of I energy just, in my life. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I, I just, I just give up on you. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Like. But I know somebody that fell over and I had some, I used to drive a cab. Mm-hmm. I felt, came across somebody one day who had a fall in their kitchen. They weren't drunk or anything, they just fell over somehow or other and they broke 33 bones. Yeah. And, I, and I, I sit on a falls committee at a hospital. I know how dangerous that is. Yeah. And it, it's not somebody's fault. Anything could happen. You lose concentration yeah. or a mm. mouse runs out or you see mm. a spider. Anything can happen. It's nobody's fault, but it can actually kill people. Yeah. yeah. And I don't have to tell you how dangerous it is. Yeah. But not to care, you know. And... and Surely she's happy that she's got a grandchild, isn't she? Uh, hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, hopefully. Because, because last time, uh, this is, uh, this is funny, because last time, we went shopping, we went shopping carousel, and of course, my daughter is so excited, you know, like, she can buy whatever she wants and stuff. And then my mom said to her, to my daughter, Brady, don't buy the expensive stuff. Straight away, I'm so pissed off. Straight away, I said to my mom, excuse me, what are you talking about? You come here, paying so much money, you ask, you tell your granddaughter you cannot buy and nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, and I said to I said to my daughter, buy whatever you want. <laughs> you know, I mean like, he, they spend money for accommodation, flight and they only see us for one day mm. oh okay. they're all hard yeah well i suppose you're supposed to be grateful that they came yeah. to see you so mm. it, it, I, it, I i i get the feeling because i had it too you know i had to ask my father to come and see me mm. they very rarely came to my place without me asking them mm. 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 yes it, yeah it, so i mean like it's it's better you send us money than you come over yeah. here you know and then and then hurting our feeling mm. Yes. Yeah. So, so, would you do you think if if your parents were more educated about disability, do you think this whole attitude they've shown you would still happen or not? Still happen because they're old fashioned. You cannot okay. change old fashioned. Okay. No matter what, even even storm cannot change it. Right. Okay. And the same with mental health issues too. Mental health is even worse. Mm. Yeah. Okay, and so if you were back home, wh- what would happen? Um, you know, you've got your diagnosis. Um, yeah. What do you think would would be happening with um, you? Pr- probably they send me to I don't know, Grayland's Hospital like this. The, the equivalent of a yeah. Grayland's Hospital. Yeah. And, and, and just leave me there. <laughs> <laughs> and we do know that there are facilities yeah. in in yeah. certain cultures yeah. where it is no, like because my uncle did. incarceration and because you, my uncle you'd has never get out. Yeah. Yeah. So your uncle has. Yep. So it's in the family. Um, my dad's my dad's brother. I think I found out my dad's brother in the uh, mental health back home. Mm-hmm. And so was he hospitalized? Your uncle? Yeah, but he's out now. I don't Is know. That? I don't know how the system worked there. I think it's even. Bizarre. But they never talk about. That. They never mm-hmm. talk about it. Okay. They're trying. They're trying to hide something from me. Okay. So, I mean, like, it's not my problem. No, no. It just makes you wonder whether your father's got a bit of depression and doesn't want to own up to it because that means he might have to look at himself. Yes, 
He is. Oh, there you go, Howard. Because, because he, before his dad passed away, he doesn't talk to him. Even when he passed away, he doesn't go to his funeral. Because he was angry with him that he he got two wives. Mm. Two wives? Yeah. Are he Muslim? No, no, no. 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 So so my so my grandpa married married with other woman. Yeah. Two mm. wives. So good Catholics are supposed to marry Mary? Uh no. In the family only me and my brother Catholic. My Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so my so the rest of them are Muslims. Buddhism. Okay. Buddhist. Yeah. Buddhist. Okay. I, I didn't know a Buddhist could marry more than one wife. Mm, okay. Yeah. yeah. So. But it makes it very difficult because I, I've learned that my father was my father, and and I've worked out that he got depressed when my mother died, mm. and the things that he did, it wasn't necessarily his fault. So I, I haven't forgotten anything that's happened, but. I like to think that I've forgiven him because at the end of the day, mm. no matter what I say or do, he's still my father. Yeah. And yeah. he didn't. He lost his father when he was 10 years old. Uh. So there's all sorts yes. of things happen. But if I carry that anger yeah. and that thing, it poisons me. So um, it's not nice. Mm. But it's taken me a long time to come to that. No, it's, it's not nice. It's, it's very disappointing. And I think what, what Whittier's... Um, experience is that you know you, you one expects one's parents to actually be supportive and um, oh yeah for sure and yeah and 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 just be the the the, the parent that they needed to be I know yeah, yeah because oh. like uh, since um, yeah because since 1998 since since I came here like it's kind of like you know I don't have parents you know I mean like they they support me they they send me money and stuff yeah. But that's it. But the emotional support has always mm. been non-existent because no. simply because they're, they're they're only seeing the disability in you. They're not yeah. seeing this is our daughter. Yeah, yeah. And all the you know. Yeah, when when I got first time um, diagnosed with uh, mental uh, mental health mm -hmm. back 2013, I don't tell my parents. I didn't tell my parents that I got a problem because I don't know how to. I. I talked to my brother though. Okay. I talked to my brother. Where's he? Uh, he's in Singapore. Okay. I talked to my brother and I, I, he was crying. Um. And I, I, I was telling him, can you talk to the parents, mom and dad, please, mm. for me? Yeah. And then he did. And he did. And he told me they're going to change. That's what he told mm -hmm. me. But now, they never change, and guess what? My brother is in my parents' side. Oh, okay. So yeah. that would have really hurt. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, even, um, yeah, so, yeah. But you've, have you only got one child, or have you got... I got one, mm. one child, yeah. So you, you had to really, um, you know, you got your diagnosis with you, and... How much mental illness did you understand? What? How much of mental health stuff did you understand at the time that you had your diagnosis? You knew about depression. Did you? What else did you know about that condition before you uh, got your diagnosis? Not much, but with me, I like to I like to read the book. Mm -hmm. So I found out um, because, like, um, 
you know, like I always go to the library and find the books and stuff. I don't yeah. care what people think. <laughs> you know, okay. like I, I always borrow books and uh, like I said to you before, like I, I have um, like a second family yes. on Facebook. Yeah. Like uh, the group is special for mental mental health. Yes. People with mental health. So we just talk to them over there. There's no judgment or anything. Yeah. You know, very open. So very open. And yeah. But how did you find, so on this journey, yeah. when you got here, somebody said, oh, well, you've had a stroke. So yeah. some neurologist has yeah. actually spoken to you as a person yeah. and listened to you yeah. and really looked into what the issues were. Yeah. And, and it sounds a bit like when you were feeling off or whatever had happened yeah. when you came to the depression, somebody did a similar thing there. Yeah. And your command of English is very good. Yeah. So... Um, so I guess people actually were able to talk to you. Did you have any trouble understanding because of language? Did the language get in the way? Or was it the jargon? Did they use a lot of jargon? You know, in, in mental health, there's a lot of medical terms that they assume uh, you know. Yeah, and, you know, oh, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, 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 learn, I learn from them. If I don't understand, I just ask them. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no, I never share to ask people. <laughs> Good and for when it you. came to, to giving you the various happy pills, did they explain that some of them have got side effects? Yeah, yep. they always, they always do. Otherwise, I'm going to ask them. Otherwise, I that's, ask them. That's Cause, great. Because one of them I went on, it, it, you know, I put on a lot of weight, which I still haven't got rid of. Mm. But Tazapine was one of them. Another one made me too happy. Another yeah. one, I, I made me feel sick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, with, with me, uh, yeah, with, with my medication, first time, make me, make me sleepy and now... After they changed it, I couldn't even sleep. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a dance, isn't it? You, you uh-huh. just got to find that right partner in the medication yeah. for you to be able to dance that waltz. Yeah, it's like yeah. you know, it's like you're listening to music. If you if you the rhyme is not right, that's it. No, probably but, the window broken. But you know what, Widya? It's it's great that you are able to um, ask those questions because there are many many people who don't feel that they can ask the questions of their doctors. They they can't express oh this medication's not working. They'll just uh, you know Yeah, I think yeah. I think uh the main problem with mental health, I think men they never they never tell if they got mental health problem or not. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I find. Men? Male? Yeah. But you're not no. the average person because you had an impossible situation yes. in, in, in Indonesia. Even to come from, a, 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 as a teenager, to come from one country to another one, to even to study, that takes guts and that takes courage. Particularly if you've got a, a, some sort of disability, you're not quite the same as other people, but you didn't let it get in your way. No. And you haven't, you've let nothing get in your way all your life and depression's come down the tube and somehow or other you've dealt with that. You know, oh um, yes, I agree with Howard. I mean, girl. you know, the, the, your the back. Is, and yes. then you get married and you have your own child, and I just think that that's. Are you still working or? No, I'm not working, but uh, I'm with uh, Active Foundation mm-hmm. uh, at the moment, and they told me uh, Western Power or probably Water uh, Water Corp. They're trying to uh, create a job for me. Which good. is great yeah. news. Great that's news. pretty good. Yeah. This is for something there's something wrong with you. Hey? And and, and, and yeah. you should be hidden away. Yeah. <laughs> and you gotta get paid work. That's magnificent. Yeah, it is it is great. And I'd just like to, you know, um, highlight what Howard said because you know, the way that 
your parents treated you, that that would have really dented your self confidence in, in in venturing out into the world. But it didn't stop you. You mm. you you believed in no yourself. One, no one gonna stop me. <laughs> that is fantastic, Widya. Like yeah, like uh yeah, like my daughter said, you know, mommy never give up. No. Even though like yeah, you know like even first time she's kinda scared because before the before the fall i i walk normally i don't use walking stick mm. i can catch public transport yep. by myself and stuff but now i have to use walking stick first time she's a bit embarrassed you know with yeah. me mm-hmm. you know like use walking stick but now yeah she doesn't yeah, really it's care just mum because that's that's, <laughs> that's my mum that's mum yeah know. that's right and that that's how it should have been yeah. your, your parents should have oh that's that's our daughter this yeah. is our daughter and yeah. we're proud of her yeah yeah so, yeah. so um would you what kind of experiences did you have from the practitioners here that were um challenging oh hips when yeah when you were in, um in the mental health system if probably if they don't know about the culture, what they're talking about, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes it's a bit upsetting because um, this has happened with me when I see the psychiatrist at Mid-Center in Armadale mm-hmm. Hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, because, because in my culture, if your parents come over here, you know, like they should pay everything. Yes, this it is. This is our that, culture. It's just the cultural rules. Yeah, yes. this is our culture yeah. rule. Mm. Yeah, and when I when I told when I told my psychiatrist that my I was upset with my dad mm-hmm. because my dad's not that I'm not working, mm-hmm. and then they stay in the Mercury Hotel in the city, mm-hmm. and I live probably about half an hour mm-hmm. from there. Mm-hmm. There, he expect me to pay the taxi from. <laughs> My house to the city. Mm. Oh, good luck with that. <laughs> um, you would know how much that would cost. Yeah, right and then, <laughs> and then, he asked me to pay my own dinner. Yeah, what? that that is against cultural norms. Absolutely against cultural. He asked norms. you out to dinner and he expects you to pay. Yeah. yeah. Well, good luck with that. Mm. Yeah, and then yeah, and I told my psychiatrist, and my my psychiatrist just laughing at me. Yeah. And what do you and then he said, What do you expect? You expect Yeah, but you adult now, you're not kids anymore. I mean like no. Yeah, but the culture is the, totally yes, cu- this yes, culture. Yes. You know, like that's our culture. They sh- he should know about it. Yeah. So so what you're saying is that there are practitioners out there who would see somebody from a different culture but won't care to understand no. what, what is appropriate cultural sensitivity, I suppose. Yep, I think they have to learn about the, you know, everyone culture before they become psychiatrists. Well, I think it's not just psychiatrists, would you? I think everyone who works in mental health need to be upskilled in the cultural beliefs. I think they go like... um, Ab- Aboriginal awareness, study. yes. Awareness. There is, oh, there is, that's yeah. another thing again. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's what they have. Yeah, you know they have to do. Yeah, you know. So yes, and that that's been something that um, I and several other people over the years have been advocating for for that cultural responsiveness training. Yeah, and uh, for, also, 
and also sometimes the you know they just think that we blame of the medication if the mm. medication is not right for us we know we we know our Your own body, body. Know. yeah if yeah. the medication is not yeah. right for you but the psychiatrist say oh you know you always blame the medication Mm. No, it's your fault because you didn't give me the right one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah. then, we, and then we pay we pay them our money like a soul. Yeah. So, okay. I guess you know you you know your your English is very good, and and you know for for someone who is wanting to say somebody to their psychiatrist or whoever prescribes, and they don't have the the English for it, that would be a real block, wouldn't that? For, yeah, for but that uh, you can. Um, but you yeah, I know you can. I know you can use interpreters, but, but yeah. I'd I'd like to find out from Howard. You know, you know the English language, and you can actually say, "Hey, doc, this is not working." How do, do you feel a bit intimidated before you actually say that to the psychiatrist, or do you feel no, I need to just you know keep in my box, or what do you think, Howard? Well, um, when it came to um, when I was in Greylands. I was spoken to, they sitting there, and they kept repeating my story back to them. Um, and they didn't actually sit down and ask me to retell it or, or what, how I felt about anything or other. Mm. He, this guy lectured me and said, well, you will go to the Lorikeet Centre. And, and this Lorikeet Centre, is um, yeah, they're all drugged up. You've been there? They're, it's like <laughs> zombie land. And I didn't belong there. And, mm. and, and I got there and they'd even lost my application, so I didn't feel I was even in the right place. Mm. And, and I, I could speak to the guy that was running it, but he's retired now, but mm. the rest of them, I just didn't fit in. Mm. Um, I've since found out there's other places out there, but it's fact that... And the, they had me on the, uh, 100 milligrams or whatever it is, the, this stuff, duloxetine. Yeah. And then that was okay. And then they doubled the dose... And then they sent me home without seeing what doubling the dose did. Aww. So when I got home, I felt worse than when I went in. So that annoyed me. Mm. However, having said that, and then they referred me to the Os- Osmond Park Older mm. Mental Health System and the psychiatrist actually came out, sat in my lounge room and treated me like a human being. She was lovely. And she did that twice. She was there for an hour and actually listened to me. Mm. And a- after a period of time, she... She, I wanted to get off it because I thought, well, if it makes me feel that ill when I went on it, mm. what is it doing to my body? Yeah. And and um, yeah. today I'm okay, but I still have ups, good days and but bad do, days. But do you feel empowered enough, Howard, because you are from you know the mainstream Australian culture, you have the language, do you feel empowered enough to actually que- question or query the treatment that you're getting? I do now, but mm-hmm. that's only because of what I'm doing, you know, in mm-hmm. this field. Um, mm-hmm. Back then, because... When you, 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 I got, went into Greyhounds because I wasn't feeling right mm. and there was a whole lot of things going on at the mm. same time and, and I wasn't my voice wasn't as strong as what it would other be I just wanted to feel safe mm. um, you know I was thinking about killing myself mm. and I was trying to figure out how to do it so mm. I thought this is not good mm. I, know, I don't know how to do it because I went in there <laughs> if you get what I mean yeah but, but, but I didn't want to stay there and I never want to yeah. go back. Yeah. So these days I make, sh- and I never ever want to go back in there. It's the yeah. same, same like me. Yeah. But but but, and um, in spite of everything else, um, because I'm doing things, I get to meet people like you, and to share your story because mm-hmm. there is hope. Yes. And and somehow or other there must have been a little bit of hope, otherwise I would not have picked up the phone to go there. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, or, mm-hmm. You know, it saved my life. I'll, I'll yep. admit that. But yep. it, that happened in spite of them, mm. if mm. you get what I mean. But what I do find is that talking to people like you who faced all sorts of things that I didn't face, although there's similarities, mm. but yet you haven't given up. Mm. And you're still not given up. And and I like to think, well, my parents some ways thought I was a failure, but I've got four kids. They're all doing very well, thank you very much. And I proud myself on the fact that I've been a better parent than they were to me. Yeah. And I, that's been one of my aims in life. One, one psychologist said to me, he said, you go through life going like that to your father. Mm. And I thought, well, yeah, okay, I yeah. do. But, 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 but what do I do about it? But mm. I'd like to, just one question we haven't touched on is, how did you find, you've spoken about your, your interactions with psychiatrists. What about psychologists when you came to get counselling? I assume that you must have had some along the way. So how did you find that? Um, with the psychologists... Probably, probably the the barrier is um, they don't listen what you're telling them because uh, sometimes sometimes they ask you to repeat your story and then and then tell and then tell tell you oh you're gonna be alright. You know, you're gonna be alright. I said, like, I'm not gonna be alright because I'm here to talk to you. <laughs> you know, and it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating, especially when it's uh, you're gonna be alright. You're gonna be alright. But this is my story because I talked to one psychologist. This he said, oh yeah, you're gonna be alright. We're gonna be alright. But I end up at what to get next. <laughs> And I'm trying yeah. to kill myself. And I yeah. was like, no, there's no aura. Mm. Like, and... Uh, yeah, so yeah. you don't you don't feel validated yeah. sometimes. Yes. Yeah, so... Okay. Yeah, mm. it's just... Yeah, thanks God I'm not with him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, it took me a while to find. I've had, I don't know how many over the years, but um, the one I got at the moment told me that I'm not having enough fun. So... Uh, yeah, are so, you on NDIS? No, 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 I, oh. can't, I can't get on that. Um, oh, okay. But the, th- the strategy that I use these days is I'm, I'm doing things that I like doing yeah, and, yeah. and I'm doing things that have got meaning. Mm. So um, doing being involved with this helps me. That's all part of what I do. But I do have fun from time to time. Mm. I'm trying to um, trying to figure out whether, you know, because I heard like a mindful, mindful Mind- journal help. Yes, mindfulness yeah. journaling. Those yes. things can help. Yes. Yeah. yeah just That's right. Just keep, I've there. came across somebody that I went to a meditation that I've been going to on a Wednesday night. Yeah. Mm. And he has a little system about um, losing your craving. and, and it's, mm. um, I can send it to you and you can send it to... Mm. Um, Widya. Is it, mm. What is it? Widya. Widya. Sorry, I, no, I that's fine. can't pronounce it. If I see it written down, I might just, remember it. Mm. Just call me Flo. <laughs> call me Flo. Florence. Florence. Yeah. But well, I prefer to try and use the person's name, but anyway, because yeah. otherwise I think I'm devaluing the person. So um, you've taken the time and trouble to learn English. At least the least that I can do is to try and say your name right. All right. Yes, that, that's, that's so true. And, uh, and, and often practitioners, when they do actually see the name of the patient, um, they don't 
bother asking, okay, you know, is this how it's pronounced? Oh, is this okay. pronounced properly? So it's Widya? Yep. Yeah. That's W-I-D-Y-A, listeners, yeah. in case so you're wondering what... So that flower or something rather like that? Does it have a meaning? Uh, knowledge. N- mm, knowledge. Well, yes, ah. you certainly have the knowledge of life there, Widya. So, yes, mindfulness is um, a very good strategy, and I'm, and I'm sure very um, many of you out there would have um, come across real good websites with mindfulness strategies. Okay. So... Um, I would like to now thank you, Widya, for coming in and sharing your story. It's, uh, I, I would love to actually um, have longer time with you because I think you have, you've got so much to share and so much enthusiasm to give to the listeners out there who feel that they have been defined by a label. And I'd just like to remind them that they can choose how they can be defined. And you did not choose to be defined as a disabled person, you chose your own definition of who you are. Thank you for having me, and thank you for how to invite me. Well, I think I think you. We, we can't do these programs without you, and and I hope there's some people out there. Just remember, listeners, take what you want and leave the rest, because mm. not everybody's story is the same. But there's little bits and pieces. Even I've learned stuff today. So I thank you very much for taking the time and trouble to come in here. And good luck with your future journey. Thank you. And thank you too, Howard, for sharing your contrasting perspective, as always. Um, I wish to just remind listeners again that there's always um, Beyond Blue and Lifeline if you're feeling low for those supports that you need, a listening ear, as we have heard from Widya today. They have been great supports at those times in her life. So I look forward to sharing another Dr. Bernie show with you next time. So um, look after yourself and uh, remember self-care always. This is Dr. Bernie signing off.